Hey, welcome to the Going What's Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch and Spencer. We're all back in the the studio, as we could say. And uh, we're ready for no more technical difficulties, and we're going to get this show on the road. So we're going to start off with our injuries. So we got a big one, uh, Joe Burrow, torn ACL, MCL. Don't watch me. ABC, one, two, three, anything you can say on his (laughs) knee. Done for the season. And pop back in. Yeah, it was gross. Don't watch it. But, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow out for the season, possibly a little bit of next season, so thing to keep in mind for uh, Keeper Leagues. The timeline's 9 to 12 months, so not great. Probably out for a couple seasons. I don't even know if you're going to attack. If you're you're the Bengals, are you playing him next year when he comes back, like if it's midway through? Because it's going to be like week 9, week 10. And if it's that late, I don't think so, no. I think if you can get like halfway through the season, though. And I think you can still get like a halfway through the season, you get it. But like, if it's like it gets a week eleven, and it's like, all right, we'll just get a draft pick and get another <laughs> lineman for you. They need, they need to see Seriously, it. they need to protect that man. Um, and then also, uh, Joe Mixon got put on the IR. Uh, we didn't get to talk about this. Um, Sucks after three weeks of him being like, he's gonna be fine. Um, I yep. think Joe Mixon might be just done for the rest of the season I too. I know it's gonna be. It's not tough for him to come back, but there's no point to it, especially now with Burrow. Even, right. even if they bring him back, it's like he's probably going to be super monitored. Like it'll just be like a uh, just get out there, basically. <laughs> but yeah, this, they just paid him. There's no reason to do that. So so yeah, be there. And then um, it was basically like the same thing that happened with uh, AJ Green when he had his turf toe. It was just like they said every game they said he was going to come back. It was like ah, he'll be good. He's that fine. Was, and then all of a sudden it's like ah, yeah, he's not going to play the entire year and some of the next year. That's dumb. I know. So it's kind of the same thing. I think he's just going to kind of be out and just kind of just let him go for next year. They, there's no point. They're playing for a draft pick now. Um, Drew Brees officially went on the IR as well. Uh, 12 broken ribs, I think it's up to. Maybe 13 now. Uh, the number keeps growing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every day, two more breaks. So he'll be gone for a while, but um, there's some upside we'll talk about later with some Taysom Hill. Woo-hoo. Uh, Number four. Super Michael Thomas, huh? <laughs> Adam Thielen. Well, yeah, I give the theory on that too. But Adam Thielen uh, also got put on the COVID list. Uh, he needs to test negative uh. three or four. <laughs> What is it, three to five times before you can actually start playing? So there's going to be no practice week, not that he really needs it. Yeah, luckily they play Sunday. Yeah, if they play Thursday, this will be a death blow. But luckily, you might get lucky, he might be fine. As long as he's not. Yeah, as long as he doesn't test positive. And if he is out, it'd be a nice test to see what's up with uh, Justin Jefferson, see if he can be be the number one target. If if Thielen's out and you're in a really, really deep league, I think Irv Smith's be good. He'd be a great fantasy player. They have a good matchup against Carolina this week. Justin Jefferson's probably going to eat this week. Maybe. Did just goose uh did just goose the Lions. That that game. I cannot that was a, believe that. Was a four that. fingered four fingered Matt Castle. Well actually four fingered minus one dunk. He always has four fingers. Honestly, I've seen him with a broken collarbone score touchdowns, so like he has no excuses. The collarbone doesn't hold the ball. PJ Walker throws it. PJ throws Walker the just <laughs> destroyed the Lions. So uh it's all right. Yeah. Some juice. And speaking of juice, we got some juju. He is a foot injury. Uh, I don't know what his timeline is right now. I don't think um, it's I think he be just fine, but it's they something play, to watch. They play Thursday, right? Yeah, I just think it's funny that uh, he stepped on the flag on the first play. And that's how he got hurt. So that, that's mainly why I thought we should put him on the list. <laughs> it's more of a comedy <laughs> factor, but yeah, I don't, he's not really serious about it. So. All right. He should be fine. Uh, Kyler Murray has a strain in his uh, joint. AC joint. So, well, he's going to sprain his AC joint. It's not what you said, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm. Ho- I think he'll be fine too. Just kind he'll, of another precaution. He'll play through it. Another precaution. We able to see if he if he's still running on it. There's no injury at all. 
If uh, he starts sitting back in the pocket a little bit more, all right, we'll see if something's up. But either way, I think he'll still be good. Uh, next, we got uh, Rex Burkhead, torn ACL, out for the season. I think I just saw it get confirmed. We have it as rumored right now. I thought I saw it confirmed. It got confirmed, okay. So he's out for the season. This could be uh, big for James White. You saw what he did this week with like about 16 points fantasy. So I didn't think anybody had him. But uh, James White, it could be big for this. I mean, Rex Burkhead was just kind of this more of a kind of a vulture with his touchdowns. Yeah. Like he just never knew what fantasy points he was going to steal. So now just kind of limiting that. But I think um, Sonny Michelle's coming back too, so that could vulture some, but not like reception wise. You have to worry about it. Reception wise, it's all James White. Right. I hope Sonny Michelle just washes. <laughs> like. Because like, Damian Harris is a good running back, and James White's going to have pretty good fantasy value. Damian Harris just looks so good as a running back. Yeah. He's been pretty easy to look good against, so, like, it's been two weeks in a he, row. Well, he looked good good. against the Jets. Well, that's what the <laughs> – What is upgrade? want to keep saying these things? I just I, – I said it, and I was like, well, that's not any better than the other thing. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got uh, Julio. <sighs> Hamstring again. Scotty, it's pride and joy. Yes. He cannot – I need him to – just get healthy. Get like, a new hamstring. Get an elk. Like, just remove it. Get a new one. Like, he looks like he says he's fine, and then he comes back, and he's like, I'm not fine. Like, that's what happened. They <laughs> held him up the whole entire game. They let him come in for one play, and immediately catches the ball. Great catch. Great play. Then he gets off the field. He got to cut, cut his pants off to get to his hand. <laughs> it's a big hand. Next, we got uh, P. Ryan's uh, ankle. He's got a high ankle sprain. Same thing with, uh, what's his name, McCaffrey and uh, someone else, um, Mostert this year. So he's going to be out. So, um, so if that affected yeah. your team, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, sorry you're in that spot. Oh, he's done too. My bad. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, so P. Ryan's probably done for the year. I don't see that. Uh, yeah, I just don't think it's – I don't think this doesn't really do much for fantasy overall. It's just like – Frank, go! If you really were desperate to play P. Ryan, I'm sorry. You must have a great wide receiver or a real sad center. Or you drafted all everyone who got hurt. Which could also happen. Which this year especially could happen. It happened to a lot of people this year. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, finally – uh, finally, we got uh, DeAndre Swift. He has a concussion. We didn't get to talk about that last week. Um, I'm not sure if he's on track to come back this week to play. It's looking doubtful. So if he's out again. Don't play anybody. Yeah, don't go anywhere. I mean, technically, if you're desperate, that's an Adrian Peterson play. Like, he always can. He always has a chance to score that touchdown and get, like, 12 points. But, like, it's a very, like, low floor. But it's a great matchup. Again, if you're desperate. Uh, probably if you were playing P-Rhine, look for Peterson. Like that's their about your options right there. If you if you got stuck with P Ryan, get stuck with Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> so, and now that's it for that. Let's go into our booms of the week. So, starting off, I'm gonna go with uh my boom of the week, and it is um Taysom Hill filling in for injured Drew Brees. Tight end supreme. Looked <laughs> pretty good, and if you were lucky enough to. Uh, Notice that he was available in as a tight end, which ninety percent of you were. I think everybody did. <laughs> yeah. If you play fantasy, you most likely did. This is the steal of the week right now, and you probably could have won you a week if you're in, in a league that does it in ESPN. Yahoo unfortunately did not have that. I was pretty happy. My opponent played picked up Taysom Hill, and I was like, oh no, he played Burrow instead. So yeah, two hundred and thirty three yards, something crazy there. Which but sucks. I don't want to be like glad, but like. <laughs> but I'm eating a W. <laughs> I'll say it. All right, I, I, I smashed him. It doesn't matter. So 233 yards and 51 rushing yards with two TDs. Like this was good. This is 
definitely stole some touchdowns away from uh, Kamara. That those are usually going to him. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the. So that is going to be interesting. I never trusted him. Yeah, he had nothing. But like, I think that was that foot that was kind of like they're easing him into it. From catching the ball. Though. Yeah, but Taysom is just like it's just not. He's gonna want to go forward. He doesn't really want to dump it off. They had yeah. Drew Brees running with Kamara. They had Tully running. Like Taysom True. Hill, like two seconds in, is like I'm gonna bulldoze somebody. <laughs> so, Dude, on the goal line, that one formation on the goal line, it was like the whole. It was like when Cam was doing everything new. Everyone knew Taysom Hill was gonna run. Like it was bad. Yeah, but I think uh, I'm not too concerned about it yet. I want to see like coming in next week. If this next week he gets, he's in a bad spot again. It's not gonna look great for Kamara. Like, not that he's gonna be bad, but he's still gonna get you that safe points. Right. But like, you need to keep running. Uh, you you one of those twenty point weeks, and that could go down a little bit. So Hill was awesome last week. He was little, fantastic. Little rough in the first half, came out pretty good in the second half. And that rushing base was pretty nasty. And then, but yeah, same thing though. I mean, like, dude, all he wants to do is play it safe. That's why That's Thomas it. was a great play for him. Yes, like that was Thomas true. is like that safe route for everybody. So any new, <laughs> any young, yeah. not he's not young, but like. An experienced quarterback coming in wants a guy named, named Michael Thomas just being able to run. Boop, here's my slant. I'm right there. I had no idea what to expect from Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas just ate. First yeah. game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, my first boom of the week in this broken tight end landscape we're in is Dallas Goddard because he actually got targets. And for a tight end, that's all you can ask for. He went 5 for 77 and a touchdown in the pouring rain in Kitchener. I, which, wish, I wish he was the one actually. I honestly, I'm hoping because I got him in that league, like, Zach Ertz might be back next week, and I hope it just does not matter. I mean, Ertz really wasn't looking like That's the what number I'm one guy for. yet. So I think Goddard's still a play, but you kind of like, if he doesn't, doesn't do anything next week, he's back down to being kind of like a, you're just a, it's a spot play at play best when you need it. But it's been tough this year with playing tight ends matchups. Honestly, like, unless you have Kelsey, like, you legit have not been <laughs> winning that matchup. Yeah, I learned that this week. Put me in drive for <laughs> So, Dallas Goddard. Is Waller a little bit, too, though. Waller's, Waller's been, been pretty good. Yeah. Mark Andrews, it's either you have a good game or you don't. Really, honestly, like, Waller, like, they're the Chiefs and the Raiders are, like, the exact same team. It's just, like, they're, like, the step down from the – They're the baby brother. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's a little bit worse like, yeah. besides yeah. running back. <laughs> you can see they all have, like, the speed teams. They have a great tight end that their team basically revolves around. Yeah, they're big play. I mean, if Rugs can become that big play guy like Kelsey is, or not Kelsey, uh, Hill. Hill is, like they're gonna be they're gonna be dangerous team as long as they can just figure it out overall. But it just sucks that uh, they're in the division with the Chiefs. Like they're gonna yeah. be a pretty good team, and it's like you're just always gonna be second. And if the and if Mr. Herbert and the Chargers ever get their stuff together, they're good. Like Herbert is. Oh, like, that's the same division. That's the same division. <laughs> Did not put that together. And then there's Drew Locke, but we won't talk about that. But anyway, what a weird division to have. Yeah, I know. Go ahead, Mitch. My first boom of the week, you probably sick of me talking about this guy, but uh, I'm never going to get sick of talking about Keenan Allen. He got 19 targets, and uh, that is just unbelievable. Four, 16 receptions, 145 in his tutties. Like, all thanks, to, all thanks to Justin Herbert. They just pass the ball all the time now, and he has this great plan of just throwing to the best guy in the team. He had 49 passes. That's a lot, man. <laughs> and it was the against the Jets where they were winning easily. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, every week. You kind of think Justin Herbert's not going to do great. You're like, oh, man, maybe he'll finally have a game where he just does average with Keenan and it just doesn't happen. And so Keenan Allen is an awesome superhero, and Justin Herbert is balling out. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, they got a good team. Honestly, like, they got a good offense. The Chargers do do pretty good with, like, dra- like getting their quarterbacks and stuff like that. I mean, they've done good this year. I mean, literally, they, have, they got Drew Brees and they got Phillip Rivers, and now they have Herbert now for the rest of their time. Like, they're doing really good with that. And they have their running backs always been there. 
They have literally the team, and just their, their defense has never saved them. If, if their defense is healthy next year. If their defense is even they healthy. That's yeah, all it it's is. It's going to be pretty interesting. But I would love if Bill and James could play again. He's so good. I miss my dad. But and he can just, his legs can never stay together. <laughs> they're going to be a very weird team. With, with Eckler coming back, though, they're probably going to finish the year three and six. Right, and that's how, I mean, it's going to be kind of just more of a showing to see what they can do for next year. But yeah, same thing we said. It's like they're in the right. division, so it's gonna be, which is good. They're in the division, so they're always gonna be fighting for extra, like a lot of points in the division too. So that's yeah. the division you want to be in for fantasy. So, oh, yeah, be lucky. Yeah, Keenan Allen though, when when healthy, he's one of the best guys out there, to, especially in PPR leagues. A lot of fantasy points coming from him. Yeah, it's looking to see if the Chargers play in Kansas City again. They have such a good schedule. <laughs> I wanted to see that that's for fantasy. That could still well. That'd you could still for daily. You could still yeah, yeah daily, daily wise. But because they, that game could still matter depending on how like the because it's only the one buy, so that game could really matter. If uh, Chiefs and Steelers are like, well, actually, it will matter because it's yeah Steelers. You're right. Yeah. So next, uh, I got got Melvin Gordon. I uh, remember him. <laughs> remember how he sucked. I told week? you guys last week. I uh, give him a timeout, and uh, he deserved a timeout. And uh, I think he heard me and uh, threw a fit on the field and gave me two touchdowns. On my bench, so uh, thanks for that, Melvin Gordon. Also on my bench, so still, still kind of scary. And his fumbling has been weird. They do take him out for his fumbling. Like in the game, that was all um, Philip Lindsay, like just to ca- hold the ball, which is kind of funny putting a smaller guy to like be the possession guy at the end. But whatever happens, happens. So if he can keep getting touchdowns, that's why we said he's good. But without those touchdowns, he's still a bust. So it's like, yeah, he had a great week, but like, he's still a scary play. Philip Lindsay and him basically had the identical stat lines, but Melvin fell in the end zone twice. So, it's... Well, that's what you expect, but, like, the Broncos team is not, like, the team you want to rely on touchdowns right now. The, the reason, I don't know, I can't speak for Scotty, but the reason I sat him was, like, I don't like playing against, against Miami, who has been the hottest defense for the past several weeks, and then he just, like, get off me. Yeah, no, that was the that, was that and the fact that I mean, just he hasn't been doing good. Like... They just yeah. wasn't doing good. I had better options. He had like I, he had single not. digit carries the previous two weeks. So so yeah, he just hasn't been looking great. So all right, moving on to my next guy. I I I I groaned in upsetness Ooh. when I am so upset when I I took a walk today. I come get home. I look at my phone for the first time in like half an hour, <laughs> and Adam Thielen got changed to COVID nineteen, and I was like, no, because he did. He's off back to, after two weeks of being not great, of going to 4.2, 4.8. He goes 18.3, 28.3, just obliterating the Cowboys, showing why he's the one in Minnesota, just destroying the Cowboys. He's amazing. I was so happy, and now I'm so tilted that he might not play this week when I need him the most. Yeah. You know, like, see, he's a guy, he's other, it's kind of dumb. He gets the most targets in the team, but every once in a while, he just, they go in the running mode, and he just did nothing. He's so the that's num- the one thing kind of scary about him, but yeah, he's good for these two touchdown games. Like, I think he's leading in touchdowns. Is that right? If he's not, he's got eleven now, so he's up there. He's ahead of Claypool. He's ahead of um. Uh, uh, I know he's blanking. I'm blanking on his name. He has the most touchdowns. He does. Hill. Tyree Hill and Devontae Adams. They're all tied with eleven. Ten, 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 eleven. Oh, ooh. So yeah, he's. And in the in the about. in the red zone, Adam well, Thielen. Well, tie with yeah. Oh, you said tie with Hill. Yeah. Because uh, well, Hill's one rusher technically. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, if they're in the red zone and they're not going to run the ball, it's going to Adam Thielen. Yeah. 
So that's where like that that's the benefit of having Thielen on your team. And Minnesota, even though they lost the Cowboys, they've been they've looked way more competent over the past month. They were until they played the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I just that's well, it's, that division. Oh. It's fuzzy, man. Oh, what happened? All right, so my my next guy. I don't know if I talked about him too, but this is Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he's he's quietly having a good season now. He's a quietly good, having a great season. Yeah, he's a good play. Like in well, besides the weather matchup for the Browns, that was bad. And he had one bad game against. Denver, where they just boat raced him. So it was like in his last what five games at half point, six games at half point. He went 12, 12 4, 15 7, 19.2, 0 in the weather game against Cleveland. That's tough to deal with. 14, 1.3 in a boat race against Denver, and 17.8. Like he's a great play in fantasy right now. <laughs> he's a deep threat, and he's catching a lot of touchdowns, and he's getting consistent targets. And yesterday, I actually just got a stat on him yesterday. I totally had it. Um, yesterday he went, he had nine targets, six receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. And that's awesome. Like he is, we were scared about Ruggs in the beginning of the season. He was, he didn't even play either in the beginning of the season, but Ruggs just hasn't shown the ability to do much. And Aguilar has shown consistency and pretty good options. Yeah. I always think it's funny that he can actually catch now. It is weird. He still likes well, to no, drop he, it though. He, he also has his drops. Dude, man, Philly, Philly hated Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> they, wouldn't they, during the middle of the season, wouldn't they have killed for him? Um, I still love that commercial, or not the baby. commercial. The dude's like, <laughs> I caught my baby in the dump and I go. <laughs> so, um, finishing up. You doing your stack already? No, I was just trying to. I was looking at Nelson Aguilar's stats where he's at. He's thirty eighth for the year. Yeah, he started slow, but he's been doing really good the last six games. Car like likes him. Nah, that's good. still good. I mean, that's still good for the Raiders overall. You don't. I don't fool. Like, it's still like I don't know until after. The, I need to see at the end of the season. Um. Where I'm gonna start believing in the Raiders still overall, but They're the last couple team, weeks man. was really good. They're a good team. The only games that he didn't do good is games that they were like the Cleveland game and no one was supposed to be doing anything, and then uh, they got they boat raced they boat raced Denver that game. But then Josh Jacobs still not yeah thirty seven to twelve too, so that's also pretty nice. Yeah. My uh, last uh, boom of the week is Mark Andrews. He's been having a really bad like kind of like yeah stretch season wise, and he's still top tight end because that's how easy it is to become a tight end. But overall, my guy. overall, I mean, he had uh, – I'm trying to pull up the stats for this week. Okay. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew's had a good week. Yeah, five like catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that's just the week that he's finally got the yards. Like, he's Three been getting nothing yards. Too. He got his touchdown, which was awesome. So this has been good. He gets him back on the right track, and I think they kind of need him. They need him to be good if they want to go anywhere in the playoffs. Or almost get to the playoffs at this yeah, rate. Are they – they're at the back – are they out of the they're race? Really, yeah, I mean, the Browns leapfrogged them in Yeah, that's race. what I'm saying. Like, the – yeah. So, they're on the outside looking in right now. Mm-hmm. And then they got to play Pittsburgh, too, coming up. And then they – they got to play the Browns again, too. So, that's – those are two meaningful games for uh, the Ravens to do anything. Yeah. Even get to the playoffs. Okay, so – Ravens are eight right now. They're they behind the Raiders. Ooh, ooh, boy. I know. Raiders. Raiders are Raiders. Yeah, it was insane. All right, so going into my last boom of the week, elite quarterback, Travis Kelsey, with his whopping four passing yards. Dominate. Dominate. <laughs> Dominate the tight ends this year in passing yards. And then Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually, Br- Burton might have it. Taysom Hill's got No, Burton didn't. He ran it. He didn't oh, okay, it. I thought Burton actually threw one. No. 
But outside of his passing, a whopping four yards, he had eight for 127 game-winning touchdown. Yes. Just the Raiders didn't want to cover him whatsoever. That whole drive was crazy, man. It I, was like, I know there was time left, but I, I didn't think it would be that They deep. gave the Raiders time to do something. They, they, I don't understand how it's yeah, always. There we go. How it's always, the you always give Mahomes too much time. It never, you can never give him too little time to do anything. You need to give him. You literally need to give him thirty seconds and no timeouts with the hold down the field. But that's still to get him a field goal range. He can still do that. That's to not have him it was score. So fast. But like, yeah, it was a minute. I think it was a minute twenty. But you give him a minute. If you give him a minute twenty with all the timeouts left, that's like five minutes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he will. He will make you cover. I feel like Andy Reid just pulled out a whole, like, the whole back of his clipboard was just full of plays for, like, that we haven't ran this year. Like, all right, two-minute warnings. We need it right now. Mm-hmm. And everyone is so fast on that team. It's like they can throw the ball in the middle of the field and still get out of bounds. Like, they can still run out of bounds and only waste an extra second. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you want to have now? Yep. All right, my last guy is Deshaun Watson. And uh, we were watching the games this weekend, and Spencer, Spencer and I both have Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert leagues and we both played herbert over and we were both tilting so yeah it was bad well, i was tilting against spencer was out loud tilting very hard about well, just like watson. watson's playing the uh the patriots yeah. who typically they take away your best weapon which is watson and it's just oh when you get when your quarterback gets quarterback on your bench gets 30 you're just oh no oh no oh no <laughs> It worked out for both of us. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Watson went 344-2 with 36 rushing yards and a touchdown, and it was a beastly touchdown. The Houston Texans, their defense is hot trash, and they're not going to win many games, but their offense is on fire. Ever since Bill awesome. O'Brien got fired. Yeah, it's Watson's a great player all year now. Well, I mean, he usually is, but it's, I was gonna it's say, fantastic yeah. watching him play right now. He's on a level. Yeah, I mean, he did really good. I honestly have nothing else to say. That's just a phenomenal week. There really isn't much. There's not much to add about that. You know, everyone knows knows he had it in him, but uh, now he's finally doing it. That rushing touchdown was huge. <laughs> he just like jumped over the Patriots. Oh yeah. Um, honorable mention is a guy who's currently playing right now. I'm I'm projecting him at uh, five five or fifteen receptions, two hundred yards, and two TDs. This is uh, Cooper Cup. It's probably gonna happen, so just trust me. <laughs> no, don't. Just it's, trust me. And it's if, come out after the game's over. And so any fine. of your fantasy managers um, argue with you, just say Scotty told you he that is true, it. and uh, you can flip. <laughs> so going into busts of the week, uh, we're, gonna s- at seven. <laughs> we're gonna start off at that was with him on the Jaguars, and he still would have sucked. It's not a proven fact. He still. Tough three factors. He can't even beat J- Ronald Jones. He can't even beat out Ronald Jones then. So, we don't know. We can't say the situation. We know it's actually happening. He's not reading him out. <laughs> you can't see it. He, no, he didn't get to the playbook right away. It's taking some time. He's been there for, like, the whole season. It's going to take him some time. So, we got we got to wait now. And then uh, my first bust of the week is um, Chris Godwin. Um, <laughs> this guy just is doing trash, you know. He had three three catches, 43 yards, and a fumble. Like, sheesh, just don't even throw him the ball. And broke his fingers. In case you're wondering... We are Scotty and I are playing against each other. I have Godwin. <laughs> he has Cup. So, if you were curious, if you, in case you were wondering why he's just going on this stupid ass, the stupid rant. Oh, who's a bad boy? Scotty's brain got the worst of me. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but uh, also, my uh, true bust of the week is uh, Julio Jones and uh, the Falcons in general. Just no one is good on that team whatsoever. When the Falcons don't have Julio Jones, they. <laughs> Suck so bad. They they're not good at all. Like 
Julio, not Julio, Calvin Ridley was fine. And everyone else is completely which is good. stunk. Like, it's insane how different. Like, I understand he's an elite Hall of Fame wide receiver. But it's a whole offense, and all their confidence is based strictly on Julio Jones. He takes away a lot of attention overall, and then just Julio, or Matt Ryan knows he has a safety blanket, and now he doesn't have a safety blanket anymore. I mean, Hayden Hurst was doing out a good tear, too, and Hayden Hurst just goose this week. That's because Julio Jones wasn't there. Like, Julio's not there. It's terrible. It's horrible. And going into my bust, it's Matt Ryan, his quarterback. <laughs> I, God, every time I trust him to play him, he just – Julio isn't in the game he somehow. D- he just doesn't do anything. He has seven yeah. points. Like, come on, man. Yeah, do like, something. The Saints defense has been figuring it out, but that's terrible for a quarterback. <laughs> he had like, I mean, I understand. I expected from this from Alex Smith. Like, Matt Ryan, you should be able to figure something out. You, you, you have enough good weapons to do something. Anything. Anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, I'm so mad Matt Ryan's dropping him in the uh, <laughs> pick them so much. My first bust of the week is Logan Thomas. This is tight end, man. I know not a lot of people played him, but I played him, and this is why I want to talk about him. I have been having issues been trust I've had issues trusting Noah Fant recently with their terrible play and like Drew Locke's been injured. And I was like, fine, I'm playing the matchup, I'm doing it this week, and then I just totally got punched in the face and it really stinks. Like I don't not a lot of people played him, but man, he played the Bengals. Come on. Like, that please. game really didn't – other than uh, Gibson, that game did not turn out uh, anywhere where I thought Aaron it was going to happen. Washington just kind of won the game. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I did expect McLaurin. Washington just Actually, McLaurin was a little bit worse than I thought, though, though. He, like, he was fine, Let's but he like did – yeah. He just didn't pop off. Right, he didn't pop up, but usually you, you can get, like, pop, something. You want the pop-up. The, oh, yeah, the issue was they were up at the end of the game, which was rare. Mm-hmm. Which never happens. <laughs> but, yeah, we're – I thought – I don't know, Fan only got seven points. That's eight or nine, but still eight. Anyway. So, my uh, next bust of the week, I got uh, T. Higgins. Yeah, he still didn't completely. I don't even know if you can put him on a bust because what happened to Burrow? Well, that's where it kind of came into it. But you played him. You played for him. You get the stuff. Yeah, you don't know. But you also don't know that uh, Julio Jones is going to tear a hammy and, like, it's the same thing. It is not the same thing. If you tear your hammy, you can't walk, man. I think Julio could walk. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he could do it. <laughs> but, no, nah, he wasn't a total bust this weekend. Half-point PPR, he got. Where is it? I don't know why I can't find it right now. Oh, that would be cool, actually. I need that, too. <laughs> but. So quick. <laughs> now, T. Higgins this week, it was three catches on. Oh, wow. That's actually even worse. Three catches on 10 targets and yeah, 26 he had, yards. He had a lot of targets. So, I mean, this is just – that's a big struggle right there. I He was looking so good, and now I'm kind of scared of playing the rest of this year. I think i got to give him a I break this next week. I, I don't know what can happen next week. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I do not – I don't know if dropping him is the right thing to do after I mean, this week. Okay, you don't know, know what's going to happen next week. But, I mean, I don't trust Ryan Finley. I don't trust their other – if they have another backup quarterback, I don't think they do. <laughs> well, like the thing was, Zach Taylor did not officially name Finley the starting quarterback, so it's like, well, who else do you have? No, I don't trust him, but I think you have to. I think he's been good enough the rest of the season, like so far, that he can actually figure out. Well, you know, see, I think you have to see what happens next week. But if, it, if next week is even a math game, I'm done with it. Like that's the thing. Unless he, like, if he, he can giants. actually keep getting these targets and he keeps getting enough, then I'll be happy about it. But the they're going to be down. So. He's going to be tough, but I don't think he's worth the drop yet. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily drop him. He still has enough upside, but 
The only person I could see an argument for right now at this rate is like Curtis Samuel. Like that would be an argument I make with how the usage is with Curtis Samuel. So you can do it for Pittman too, I guess. But I think I'm giving him. I'm still giving him. I'm still giving him a week for most situations. All right. So sorry, I'm just upset. A lot of lungs over here. So my next bust of the week is Jared Cook, tight end. Got 1.1 points. And with Taysom Hill, I don't think you can play him anymore. It's just not consistent. Jared Cook is a red zone monster. The red zone monster is going to be Murray, Kamara, and Hill now. Like They're just going to run it in constantly. Yeah, and that was my uh, debate this week of who to start as a uh, tight end. was either Jared Cook or Hayden Hurst. Made the wrong decision. And that's sad to say with a 1.1 week <laughs> yeah. from Jared Cook. I mean, the other week I had the decision between Jared Cook and Jimmy Graham, and they both goofed me. So I was like, well, I made the right decision. They just both didn't do anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that would be such a great way to settle for it. Like, that's just the perfect situation. Yep. So don't got much to say. He's most bust. All right, my first uh, – my second bust of the week is uh, Hollywood Brown. Let me read you the stat line. Three targets. That's his whole stat line. That's it. That's – that's his stat line. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't great. think he's a—he's not a play anymore. Like, he hasn't been a play for a while. But it's just, he's been rough. a desperation play. And it, it's, it's over. It's bad. It's their their offense is not the same this year. Lamar's passing is not at the level it was last year. And I mean, Hollywood's still a fast receiver, but he's just not getting the ball. Like, like Mark Andrews is the guy on the team. And, Let's go, Cooper Cup. Go, tackle. Go, go, oh go. Oh, my gosh. We're starting the stat line right now. He already has, like, four <laughs> catches for, like, 50 yards. <laughs> That's his face. He's starting it. We're chipping away. <laughs> anyway, Hollywood Brown had a really bad week. Like, you definitely should not play him. Definitely draft him for the people in your league to pick him up. Because people like me will definitely pick him up, sadly, and just look at him on their bench and be like, I'm not going to play him, but I can't let him be on the waiver. I think we had this talk, like, later or earlier in the show. Uh, not this show, but in this series of shows. Uh, Cause I dropped him in my the one league I had him in. I was just like, yeah, yeah I'm done. I'm done with him. Yeah, I gave him a chance, but I dropped him pretty quick. He just they didn't. Their passing the passing game did not stay at the level it was. Like I thought, if Lamar was passing as good as he was last year, there might be a little something going on. But like their offense just isn't the same. No. So, uh, my last bust of the week is Alvin Kamara, a ten and a half point fantasy week. Or that yeah no it didn't even matter I was in standards. For this? You're giving me smack about Anders and you put Kamara. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Uh, well no this is I mean this is a bust week. Not a bust. <laughs> From where you're drafting him you need this 15 point week at least. Oh I'm sorry he's only been giving you 25 points every. That's other what I'm week. saying it's bad. Yeah, no it's not. not. Especially getting no targets a, this week. He, okay you had to, no he stop got, I'm not letting you finish. No he okay. had a foot injury in the middle of the week missed practice. You had to lower your expectations for him this week. That's way lower than him. You should still be able to get these receptions. You should be able to get a couple extra points in there for you just 45 rushing in. yards. And he gets, got a touchdown. Man, you're just rude. So, I would say it's a down game. No, nah, it's just like, I mean, it's, it's, just not a, a it's a bust game. game. From this week, for what everyone else is doing, I mean, it's not really anybody no else that's crazy. did this week. That's what I'm saying. This 10-point isn't a great week. That's not a bad week. This 10, this 10 for him, he's been finishing a top, like a 10 guy every week. Which is what you have to expect. You expect from from drafting them so high. And this week he finished. Sean McVay is just 22. drastic. He'll be like 20, 22. Exactly 22. Yep, I knew that. He's an RB2. I mean, you're not thrilled, but you're not, like, devastated. 
I mean, it's pretty devastating. There's a lot of extra points. Whatever. I'm moving on. God is defending his take. He's going to be one bad week. I'm going to defend him for that. Yeah. All right. So my last plus is Juju. Like we talked about earlier, got hurt at the end of the game. Only had like three for 19, something like that. I don't know if that one like it was not good. He's been getting done though. You want to play? You want to play all receivers on the season, even though he got a bust this week. Like next week, you're starting him up. What sucks is like beginning of the year, we didn't. We kind of assumed, at least I did, that he would be the one. And at this point, he's kind of the three on this team. I think he's still two. No, he's not. No, because it's not. Cause Claypool's only this touchdown guy. He's not there, but he's like that he's big play touchdown. He's getting, getting a lot of, getting a lot of targets. He's getting a lot of targets. Like he's getting a shocking. He's gotten like there. thirteen, ten, and eight the last three weeks. Last three weeks been going up. I mean, I guess in that situation, but I still don't. Th- I wouldn't. I don't think he's necessarily the yeah, nine, thirteen, the three yet. Nine, thirteen, ten, eight. Yeah, Claypool. I don't know. See, I don't. I, I agree. I don't think he's the three, but I don't. Like, he's like, it, it's like Deontay's the one, and then it's like there's a two and a half, but it's a really, really good two and a half. Like, I don't under, like I don't know what it is. Because like, you're playing them all, but, like, they I all got her, But he's still reliable. That's the thing, though. But I mean, he's not, I, but he's confident. No, I mean, for the team-wise, like, as a fantasy, I think fantasy-wise, we can call him the three. But I think as an actual, like, player on the team, it's still like. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree there, I but fantasy-wise, he's the three. Right now, this is live right now. We got Cup. Cup's gonna be wide open doing out route. Throw it to him. Nah, he's not looking at Cup. Good block on this dude. He let up. Wow. All right, that's good. (laughs) Actually, I don't. If Cup doesn't get this touchdown, I don't want anyone to score because I also (laughs) got the Bucks defense. Come on, Robert Woods. Come on. So, uh, let's finish it up. Oh my. Uh, who's the take this time? All right, my uh, my bust this week is Robbie Anderson. Just there was not a lot of bust this week, and uh, he has not been getting it done as of recent. On a team that has a lot of fantasy points, but if you have their wide receivers, you're probably starting all of them at this point. Even though you sat Robbie Anderson this week, but I think a lot of people definitely had to play him because he's been he was really good. Yeah, I mean he's still gonna be he'll still be like that wide receiver three like slash a good like a flex play to play. But like it's still gonna be it's still just tough overall. That's my bust. Yeah, Yeah, let's go, baby. Anyway, is it right. in PPR? He's a, he's a solid floor play, but in a standard and half, it's, it's really catching up. But it is what it is. This improvement might take a while. We're just gonna be going Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the five catches bring down the field did not. Uh, I mean, seven touchdowns to two, man. Yeah. So true. Yeah, seven touchdowns. Now. <laughs> they just told him to quit playing this year. That's yeah. <laughs> it's not over yet. Still uh, waiting for the end of the year. Oh, yeah. he was open. So was Twelve. Yeah, but like, I don't. I, but that's not my guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it for the booms and busts. Let's move on to the uh, some. Yeah, let's move on to the, some waiver picks. First free flowing show today, guys. <laughs> so some waiver moves We're that like. This week. It's different. <laughs> We're in person. There's different feeling in the air. Some waiver moves you should do this week. Uh, obviously, if Kurt Samuel's not been picked up yet. Please play. pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> that offense has a ton of fantasy points. It, like, it, and there's and Christian McCaffrey's out there. There'd be even more fantasy points with Christian McCaffrey. That's what, well, that's why I like Chris Samuel even more without Kurt, uh, Chris McCaffrey because he can get some more running back roles and oh, kind of yeah. like steal some touchdowns he's like away. Type of guy. So he just kind of like yeah, he's been sneaky. So honestly, I like keeping up. So I like I'd rather play him than uh, Robbie Anderson at this at this point. Yeah, yeah PPR. There's still debate, but. For upside, if you need to win, if you need points, like you need to win. Yeah, Robbie Anderson just hasn't scored since week one. Yeah, it's insane. No, it's, he's scored on the, the awesome touchdown. Yeah. yeah, and it's like he can do that. Like why? Like 
Why aren't you guys doing that? <laughs> so I got no clue there, but yeah, Curtis Samuel, I I still think Curtis Samuel is the number one uh, pickup you need to have, and if he's still available, there's other guy that we're trying to talk about is the only other debate you can have, and that would be Michael Pittman. If I had a preference, I'd go Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's going a little more. I just don't. I just think like team wise, I feel close, like the, I, I feel like it. the Colts though. I've been they can control a game more than the Panthers can. That's why I think the Panthers like the usage for Curtis Samuel could be up there. Pittman could like the game realistically could be up, and they're just gonna start running the ball with their three running backs. So that's yeah, where I get a little bit scared. This so. is what I wish of both of them because Samuel's in that kind of a three-headed wide receiver monster where it's like one of them. I would prefer Samuel here just because he's been a few more weeks. I like Pittman. I have Pittman, so it might. I'm really hoping he's better. But like, <laughs> I would also probably take Samuel. But it's Pittman or the waiver. You gotta take a Pittman right now. Yeah, he, he looks pretty. He, good and I think his matchup against Miami is well controlled. They're really good. I, I mean, he's, he's, he's play uh, Tennessee this week, and he has Green Bay next week. Play Houston. Um, yeah, Houston. It's all green. It's all green. I know for running for Tennessee, Houston, Vegas, Houston, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's pretty much green. I'm playing Michael Pittman. Yeah, he's he's green pretty (laughs) much all the way through. That's the one thing that's very good about him. I would take Michael Pittman over. (laughs) (laughs) This is not biased at all. I do not. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm still do. I I still like Samuel more, but like I think Pittman though could Pittman has a good chance of just taking over, and he's gonna be the guy to watch for next year going into this team. See a touchdown he had yesterday? Mm-hmm. He looks pretty good. He's nice little play. They need a playmaker. They need a spark in the That's where it's all good there. So those two guys are one and two. If you need a running back, you have James White right now. After uh, Burkhead went down, James White is going to be the option over there. I think there's still going to be a little bit of a scare there. But realistically, if he can even get you these, he gets you just five catches a game, and he can get you fifty yards. You're at least okay with his yeah, flooring, and hope he gets his touchdown. In a PPR league, I'm not scared of James White, like because. We, we haven't seen Damian Harris do anything in the past game. We know Sony Michelle's not going to do it, and they don't got anyone else who fits, fits the profile. James White was shockingly low-owned this year. Like, I understand he's not having a great year, but I really thought he'd be more owned. He is a guy. After, he, after um, that car accident, he just had, like, a bad, like, there was a bad stretch of time in there, too. So, like, you just didn't get to use him enough, and he's just, he's not really was never in that spot to really want to keep him. He's never, like, a must. Like, he's, he's always that, for, well, at one point he was my number two. Because uh, I was desperate. He was your number two running back. Yeah. <laughs> but at that point, it was just kind of like um, you kind of need to drop him. It's just like there's other there's other options out there. So he's kind of the best drop. And you know, his usage was like sporadic. So that's the thing that was scary. But now I think he's going to be used more. And he's the same thing. I mean, this is how they won the championship the one year. Is like they just started giving White the ball every play. And it worked out really well. So that could be the case. And I think this the could Falcons be, also contributed to that. <laughs> you need to do with the ball. I agree. They need playmakers for both. Same thing with that standpoint. Same thing with that So next we got uh, Gus Edwards. Uh, one thing we've heard to mention on the injuries is that uh, Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Ingram and J.K. Dobbins both have were on the COVID list right now. They, so they could test, be no. They both tested positive. They both tested positive. So they're out. Out. Yeah. Like so they're super out. So Gus Edwards going to be the starter for I think at least two weeks. I would assume. No, you can get it. You can get back out. You can get back in one week technically. Right. Well, they have the long because as long as they test. Negative, like, it's five, five times, times in a row. Yeah, and they got Sunday off, right? And you test every day, and they test like three times a day once you get it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. luckily, is it wasn't a Thursday game? Like, if it was, is this like Saturday? They might be a little worried for next time, but like, I think they'll be good for next week. Yeah. Okay. And so then, I don't know. Uh, Take it away. Yeah. Because I'm pretty nervous about Lamar this week. Like, I don't want to lose. Lamar yeah, not have the extra game. options. Yeah. So it's like he's not looked great. It's like let's just take away the offense. Yeah. That's fair. I don't care. He didn't catch. 
Richard. <laughs> he's the best at drawing dicks. I mean, honestly, he's probably elite, though. Like, <laughs> I, bet I looked at the stat. I had the stat up at one point. He was, like, second in the league. But I bet you he's, he'll be up there. End of year, he'll be top five. Yeah. If that was a stat, that was up some point, fantasy Sounds points you can get. He's going to get some points. He's going to start a dynasty league next year. Like, okay, you can pass it up for your points. <laughs> I I don't even know if you could do that. Don't There's do no that. way you could do that. It'd be hilarious, though. Like, you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's just like, what? So. Mike Evans, uh, by the way, we, I know we didn't actually say anything. You can't see the game we're looking at. That was Mike Evans. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lastly, we got Nelson Aguilar. Uh, like we said, just he's starting to become, like, one of the best targets for Derek Carr. And he needs that to kind of just – that just keeps uh, picking up. Like, this is another guy that can help save you the week. Hey, hey, don't forget them. There's another name down there. Oh, sorry, your uh, computer did not oh, not caught up to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't forget. Oh, actually, this one might have caught up. You no, can't forget him. Frank Gore. Oh, and Frank Gore with P. Ryan. So, again, if you're desperate. If you were the most desperate. You got to go with him. I know. No, no, go back up. Put mine so, in. I put things in. Yeah, we got a couple things. Well, you can just show me the list. It doesn't really matter. Okay. You just turn it that way. So, um, next, really fast, we'll talk about uh, other other kind of waiver moves or slash basically they're the, the handcuffs that you think you need to have on your team. We got, I mean, Jamal Williams, if you didn't see, these guys are probably mostly owned. So, if for some reason trades are still allowed in your league, you need to go out to kind of get some of these guys to kind of have the backup to ensure your season. Because at this point, you're only playing, at this point, you're only going to be playing your starters the rest of the year. The only issue is that there's a couple buys left. I mean, the Bucks still have a buy coming up. Panthers yeah, and Bucks have yeah, 13. So you have to be a little bit. But realistically, if you can get your backups, you want to get that to start. You want to get that start rolling. So some bad handcuffs you want to get is Jamal Williams. You want Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray. His value could go way up, though, with Taysom Hill. Like, he might be a little more consistent, but they run that, like, jumbo package. I don't know if way I, up, I, but. I mean, his touchdown upside goes Way higher. With I, d- I still think he's the he's the highest upside cup handcuff, but I don't know how much he'll have some standalone value. But I'm not like he might still be somewhat valuable. Honestly, he probably still has as much value as P Ryan does. So <laughs> no one has as much value as Mo- Michael P Ryan. Um, <laughs> also, I mean, I know it's like dang it. So also, uh, Alexander Madison. Another big, another guy, but he should be already grabbed. Yeah, Dalvin Cook hurt himself the end of last year, and uh, I got to play Madison, and he sucked. So that was no, you didn't get to play him. He got hurt in the same game. <laughs> yeah, that's super sucked. He, the, it was that's Matt, why it, I'm mad at Alexander Madison. It was like Matt Boone, I think was his name. Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Yeah, anyway, yeah, this is this is prime Dalvin Cook hurt your shoulder again this week. Yeah, so that's another guy you need to have. Uh, another one is a is Tony Pollard. <laughs> Honestly. Why is that even kind of it's Pollard, man. Oh. <laughs> We're not Pollard. It's it's pretty close. No, there's Gronk, but it you want to grab him just in case, I just in case. Um, he uh, broke, Zeke goes down. Broke off a really long touchdown run last year. So he can do it. He honestly has a lot of talent over there. Like he yeah. could, if he goes to another team, he could have a more a bigger role. But right now he's just kind of the, the backup for Zeke, and that's about all he's gonna get to. But if Zeke does go down. Or they just decide to rest Zeke at the end of the year, just because they're just like ah, let's just we're done. But they might not be done because they're always being the fight. That's the thing issue right now. They're always fighting in that spot. So, and then lastly, um, lastly, I mean, with the Colts running backs, 
kind of would like to get a combo of two of these guys just in case someone goes <laughs> down. But it's going to be tough. It's not really a must-need. It's not a must-need because Naheem Hines and uh, Jonathan Taylor both have standalone value. So really, Jordan Wilkins is the guy to kind of throw in there. He might be able to get some points if one of them goes down. If someone gets hurt, it should be pretty good. But I don't know. Jonathan Taylor got a lot of carries this week, man. It's very weird. He's picking yeah. it back up it's, now. It's, it's the San Francisco Colts. I swear <laughs> it's going to be different every week. I I was I had to I was forced into playing him this week and I got lucky, but I still I still have no confidence. No, I'm starting to I saw the schedule at the end of the year. Like this is the reason I looked for that trade. I saw the schedule at the end of the year. Uh, the two games with the, that game with the Heinz though, when uh, the trade was still trying to go through, did scare me a little bit. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. why that was another reason why. And then seeing that Heinz this week was like. They said he could get the carries. I'm like, all right, I got to wait one more week to see what happens. But I'm still good to get him. I think he's going to get back right back to his average train. Like, I mean, that's he's not – I mean, he wasn't great this year. Right he, back to his average train. <laughs> but, I mean, like him getting 13 to 15 points a week, I mean, that's still good. Like, that's, that's still a really good week. And that's like, fantastic. I don't see upside <laughs> coming higher than that. I don't see a 20-point week coming. But just getting that 13 to 15-point week, no, it's consistent. Like, I'll settle for that any week, any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> um. So finishing off, we got our uh, our feast or famine of the week in the uh, theme of Thanksgiving. So some of these best games. So let's definitely let's start off with some of the uh, let's start off with some of the uh, Thursday games this week. So starting it off, we got uh, you know Zeke versus Washington. How do you think he's gonna do? <laughs> I'm in on Zeke in this game. I mean, I don't think it's the worst matchup. The Cowboys just beat a team that's better than this Washington football team. And, yeah. So they're better than the Washington football team. So it's like, I think this game should be pretty competitive. And that means Zeke's probably going to score a touchdown and hopefully get a couple passes. But with Andy Dalton back, the Cowboys are not a total, total dumpster fire. Uh, they're just like a little bit up. They're like smoking, basically. <laughs> but that's good enough for Zeke. If you draft a Zeke, like, I feel like you're forced to play him. I don't think you're going to have a better option. So, like, I'm – I don't bo- – like, after one game of him being good again, I'm like, I don't know if I trust it yet. I don't necessarily trust it. It's just... Actually, this week I did. I, I sat Zeke this week um, for... Ironically. Yeah, no, it does suck. <laughs> uh, but I sat him for uh, Gibson and uh, Hyde this week. And then technically I did set him for uh, Jacoby Myers too, but... It was a PPR league, so that's what I was hoping for. That's and he's been on a tear. So I uh, wasn't too like, upset about it, but my running back-wise did do good there. But it, you're not – most people don't have enough running backs to really back up Zeke at this point. Unless you've got like, like Gibson's been my guy this year that's been kind of saving me for having anything. In the league I actually need a running back in, I didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the league – someone stole him from me in that league. Like, I was getting that ready was to pick him that round. Ledesma? Yeah. That was Phil. Yeah. So, I think Phil's kid was really into it. So Phil, Wait, who, he who did they pick? Uh, and Gibson, like I was getting ready early. to pick Gibson. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was gonna be like, the, uh, yeah, it was like the next. I think it was like picked him like the fifth or sixth round. But like I was getting ready to pick him in like the sixth. I was like, I kind of want this guy early, and I just, I he stole it off me, and then early. it just hurt. <laughs> it was too early that I wanted to pick him because mm-hmm. I was looking for him too. But all right, next on the list we got, um, we got Deontay Johnson versus uh Baltimore. I'm in. It's a feast. Gotta go. This is a trap game, and it's like it's just not. It's Deontay not. Johnson gets a billion targets every time he plays. If he's yeah, healthy, it was like he got one point last time. Like, yeah, he got hurt, man. Like, if Deontay Johnson plays the whole game, you're gonna be happy. If he gets fifty, you're not gonna be happy. That is the Deontay Johnson story. I got him. I got him only getting ten points this week in a half point PPR. Based off what? <laughs> Literally. Hey, my, some of my things. I'm just saying that's what I think. I think they're gonna stop him this week. 
And uh, I got him at 10. Oh, man, Evans is fighting for this touchdown. He got it. Ah! <laughs> that was awesome. You suck, Jalen Ramsey. Go back. Go live with your mother. That was his best touchdown of the year, like hands down. Like Every other touchdown he's been in the end zone already for, that was an actual fight. That was awesome. Nah, that was sweet. I still like Mike Evans. I just had to, just had to get rid of him. He just he had a consistent value, but like I wanted more of a boom. Oh well, Jalen Ramsey was not on it. He didn't make field goals. No, he doesn't actually. It's way worse. Don't do that. Put Jalen Ramsey on it. Nope. You gotta guard Godwin. Godwin's dangerous. <laughs> you admitted it. I'm, I'm as long you as, heard, as that, no, you heard it here first. As long as Ramsey Godwin's better than Evans. As long as they're listening to this podcast in the future to watch this game and be like, all right, yeah. Definitely got guard Godwin over uh, Ramsey. I'll take or Godwin over Edwin's. I'll take that any day. Edwin's <laughs> combined names. Edwin's <laughs> yes, Edwin's. Mm-hmm. Feast or famine. We got. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, I'm gonna see if there's another one I had for. Uh, we got Jackson versus the Steelers as well. Uh, I, <laughs> I do not want to play that. I don't think you have an option though. Like if you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I really don't know, dude. Hang on, I gotta look at some streams real quick. Like, I gotta well, look real quick. It does hurt because, like, I played against Watson this week, so like, seeing the comparison does not feel good when I compulsively check the matchup mm-hmm. every five minutes. So maybe that's why I don't want to play Lamar this week. But like, I was just up. He had an okay game. Like, he, when he played the Steelers last time, he did good, but he had so many turnovers that his like, his uh fantasy day just went completely away. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I don't know. Like he, he's actually played okay against the Steelers. And without his running back weapons this week, it's gonna be kind of scary. It's, it's I because right. I mean we don't have Edwards on this list, but Edwards I'm not, I don't even want to play him this week. I, I got three names instead of Lamar Jackson this week. Would you rather play Lamar Jackson versus Steeler? This first one's broken and it's lit. Or Carson Wentz versus Seattle. Nope, I'm out. I'm still playing Lamar. What the hell? Bro? Seattle. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> have you seen Wentz this year? Wentz is not. Like, Fantasy wise, he's been okay. It's, yeah, he has saved it a couple NFL, times in the fourth NFL quarter. NFL-wise, he's looked like so such garbage. But fantasy-wise, yeah, I'm still fine. going Lamar. There's still more upside there. Okay, Daniel Jones against the Bengals. You done? Yeah, you just are you trying to like make like I still Lamar like 100. percent Daniel Jones has quietly been okay the past couple weeks. I I still if I can get okay from Lamar, I can get a boom and from Lamar too. And they're coming off the bye week. That doesn't, that doesn't help me out anymore. I, I don't. If, we're gonna, if you're just trading for another average no, 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 guy, no, no, no. I think Lamar can still be this average. This is waiver wire. This is not trading. Come on. And not trading. I mean, this is the play in this Derek week. Derek Carr is the next name. Derek Carr versus uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Derek Carr, I will. I can see the debate on that one. I will allow. But like I said, the other two. <laughs> the other two, you're just playing. Like I think you're just you're hey, you want twenty point a week. I mean, I'll take it. I still think Lamar can get like eighteen points and just like it's still not going to be the top. Lamar's going to get you in the teens. It's not gonna get you a top. It could be a top ten, top twelve quarterback. So it kind of stinks. But like, I'm not taking that fly or die. I'm gonna take that consistency factor still with Lamar him. Lamar won't bust fuck, but it just it just depends if you need like a lot. If you're in a bad matchup, like I play the number one, number two team in the league next week, so it's like I, I kind of need the points. So I don't know what to do. Number so three? Not, no, not three. Uh, can, he has the most points in the league. He's the second most points in the league. He's yeah. like ten times better than your team. Anyway. <laughs> Like if I was playing against your team, I would not be worried about playing Lamar Jackson even a little bit. I'd be like, I'll take the 15 points and it'd be fine. <laughs> even though I did that, I lost. Anyway. <laughs> that was a, okay. That was the Deontay Johnson against the Ravens. That's why. Mm-hmm. And getting out of the question. 
Yep. And I think uh, That's exactly what you're like, in uh, Brown did nothing either. Uh, next we got uh, we kind of talked about was uh, T Higgins versus the Giants. Oh. And see, yeah, I'm out. I'm out uh, too. This is oh, get the, the Giants have a good corner, so I am super out on that. He's yeah. gonna be covering T Higgins. So that's not even like the reason why for me. It's just the fact that it's I'm just not whammy. trusting him. Yeah, it's just well, I'm, it's like it's a double whammy. Like I'm not trusting Finley, and then they have like a legitimate, actually really good corner, and I'm like, no, this is bad. Giants defense. So. The one thing, yeah. though, is at least, like, the good quarterback situation, like, I don't think anyone on the, the Bengals is, like, good enough to where they have to be like, all right, you're locking down T. Higgins. Like, they're not going to give this guy, be like, you're locking down T. Higgins. The guy's just going to kind of go all around. Uh, next, we got uh, we got Chase Edmonds or Kenyon Drake versus the Patriots. Kind of where you're going. Edmonds versus Drake. Or Edmonds and Drake versus the Patriots. I think there's still – I don't know. There's still some good plays there. I think in half-point PPR, I think that Edmonds is going to be – I still have a nice enough floor. Um, it does get a little bit scary. But I think there's that still that nice floor that you can kind of deal with with him. Drake still kind of scares me, but I think it's the same con- – they're the same player. You're, you're basically playing for 10 to 15 points right now with the possibility of some upside. That's why I think there's still enough value in there where they're going to get double digits, especially – Technically, if Murray is a little bit injured, he might rely a little bit more on dump off passes. Fair, that's yeah. I'm, I'm in. I, the Patriots defense is not that as good this year, and the, I, the Cardinals have a really good offense. I think it's always going to play yeah, close. Like Cleveland's good offense, but putting up points against the uh, Patriots is really they're just not they're just not what they were. I just view these game plan, but I view these two as like man options. Like you can play them, and you probably will have to maybe play them, depending on the matchup. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like excited about either one. Yeah, I think they're they're running back two. They're still running back two plays this week. They'll still finish in the top twenty four. I think one of them will for sure. I think they can probably both they finish twenty three twenty four. They both can. It just the touchdowns. Like the defense, I, the offense is good enough. Like the the good offenses are putting up points against the good ones. That's why I like them. I do think Drake is the right pick this week. Um, let's do a couple more. Let's do uh. Wayne Gallman versus Cincinnati. I'm super in on Wayne Gallman. I'm not kidding. I, they've been just this bad, bad Cincinnati team with basically no hope anymore. <laughs> like, they have – this is the worst time. Like, it's just not good. This is a great matchup for Wayne Gallman. Do we know – hang on. I'm looking up Devontae Smith. I don't know what is his – He's not any good. Is he going to be back? No. Uh, yeah, be back. I don't know if he's back yet. So. No, he won't be back. Okay. That's why I need, I need to look. I'm like, yeah, that would that would affect him a little bit. But, I mean, Galman's been – honestly, I don't know why they don't trust Galman more. I'm losing my voice here, but – All right, I'm going to take over the host of the show now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they, they keep uh, not trusting Galman every year. I mean, when uh, – Last year was – As a Saquon owner last year who also picked up Wayne Galman, I was happy with Wayne Galman. He's been good, so I don't know why they just don't fully trust him. But um, let's finish off with – Let's finish off with uh, no. Let's do two more. I didn't think this was gonna be only two. <laughs> Michael Pittman versus the Titans. I'm in. He torched them last time they played. I mean, he's been on a tear. I think yeah, you gotta you gotta gonna you gotta ride the hot end right now yep. with him. Yep. He's the best offensive weapon they got right now. So <laughs> if they're gonna wanna keep up with the Titans. They're gonna it's gonna go through Pittman and probably Jonathan Taylor. Well, maybe not hopefully. But a running back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was Hines last time against him. It was. Whoever, whoever looks fastest in pregame is going to be the guy. 
He's like, I think I just raced until the wind's the race that day. Get, to, get on the carries. And then uh, last we're going to talk about is uh, Nelson Aguilar versus the Falcons. I'm in on it. He's been pretty good this week. I wanted to play him this week, but uh, I actually just kind of forgot, so <laughs> I didn't play him. I didn't really think I was going to be tilt, so I kind of was focused on the other lineup a little hey more. Hey, man, I was hyping you up all week. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd play him over, definitely over Higgins. I guess you are play him over overall, but. I'd play him over Higgins. I'd definitely play him like over Higgins. the best over player. Over T. Higgins? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was, like, I'm tra- I was looking at anyone else on our list. Like, I don't know, but I don't know if I would play him over Pittman, though. I'd probably Pittman first. Well, Deontay Johnson's first. In this list, because <laughs> someone had to put him in there. Because he's the fancy pants. <laughs> yeah. But no, he uh, wasn't the. Yeah, he was not. He was not. They said. Uh, Dante Johnson's the number one I'm playing on every one of those guys' play. Then Pittman, then Aguilar. Yeah, there's still upside. I still think he's only get seven though. Well, I also have in two wide receiver league. I have options, so that's the thing. Most people don't have any options. I have options. We just have three other teams. So yeah. My options are Higgins and Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's all the time we have for the Going Once podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. And we'll see you guys next week. Happy Thursday.